And welcome to the Varangian Heresy podcast, episode 19, the pre-Scandus episode, coming out after Scandus. Yep, that's right. Uh, was lost in the warp, was recovered, lost again, and so I've managed to scrabble something together to actually get this episode out. Now, what we're going to be doing is using this as a primer for the post-Scandus episode that we we'll are releasing in a couple of days' time. And what it is, Freddie and I sat down before Scandus, a couple of weeks before Scandus, and recorded all the information about the mission types and the Legion special rules that he'd come up with. Now, one problem with that is the Legion special rules bit cut out about halfway through, and I've not been able to recover the recording. So, major sorries on that one. Um, but what I decided to do is cut up what we had put it in play so everybody can have a listen and get a rough idea of what the missions were that we were doing when it came to Scandus. That way when we actually go through them on the main show on episode 20, you'll get you'll have an idea of what we're talking about. Now, all I can say is the missions were a hell of a lot of fun. They worked so well. Uh, had a great time playing them. Uh, really eye-opening for new player like me to actually get into an event like this and i will also say that the legion special rules although they're not here uh, were rather awesome and what we'll do excuse me is we will put a link to them on the uh, show notes and we'll make sure that we do a link to them on our website and obviously as part of the varangian heresy podcast group now before i forget as i probably should have done at the beginning but i'll do it now follow us on uh twitter at varangian heresy you can find us on facebook at the varangian heresy podcast you can join our group the varangian heresy podcast group uh, on facebook as well and if you have any information or questions or anything at all you want to send us obviously make sure it can go through the mail and won't get us all in trouble um, you can send us an email to start off with at the varangian heresy podcast at gmail.com and you'll get through to myself, Chris, or Freddie, and we'll either get back to you, or if you've got an idea for a show or lists or whatever, hit us up, and we'll do that. So without further ado, I'm going to play a little bit of music, and we're going to go straight on in to myself and Freddie chatting about Scandus and giving you guys a rundown on the missions. So we'll be right back after this quick tune.
pedal to the metal. Here goes. guys a heads up this is actually a pre-recorded segment so as pre as it can be as pre as it can be you know the, the kind of pre that ruins ruins an evening or a first date um, <laughs> or a second date depending on how slow you are um, but uh, yeah so uh, freddie is currently away so we wanted to get this recorded before he had to uh, head off to uh, places that can't be mentioned um, well uh, at this time i'm here at this but time you're here, but, but in the future I will be away. In, in the future, which will be the, in the present, which may even then be the past. That whenever the person listens to this, you're somewhere that we can't mention, but you're there and therefore not here to record it. So we're recording it now in the present where we are. Mm. Unless there's a you know fluctuation in time space continuum. Yeah, which is all completely impossibly legit. So um, yeah, we'll just have to see what happens. So. Um, <laughs> we are here to talk about the burning of Scandus Prime, uh, a horror, Warhammer 40,000 Horus Heresy event, which is proudly sponsored by, and you're going to have to uh, tell me the OSS, the o OSS, somebody's got this thing for an acronym from the Second World War. Uh, the yeah, other, no, I only mean it's special troops, yeah. <laughs> Operation Special Special situ Situation or Solutions or something. Uh, um, in the, got, or uh, an operating system if you just drop one of the SS. I don't know. That too. It's all about operations, but it's the Organization for Stockholm Strategists or Strategic Spell. Um, exactly. And then also sponsored by Scattershot Painting. Uh, Chris and the dudes over at Scattershot Painting and Scattershot Hobbies. And then supported by ourselves here at the Varagian Heresy as well. Mm. And so, def definitely not supported by Swedish Customs. Oh, God, no. No, in fact, I think I think Swedish Customs probably owns a large part of this event right now. Right, exactly. So if, if one of our listeners works from there next time, hook us fucking up. Yeah. Or or uh, if you can help me deliver some sort of small explosive device into their main building, that would also be helpful. Uh, at least hack their computers <laughs> so, so they don't recognize Freddy's details as... Uh, uh. <laughs> Yeah, so um, God. <laughs> yeah, it, it's painful, but it's going to be worth it when we get around to Scandus, man. You know that. Well, it's going to be worth it for everyone else. It's just me that's suffering. <laughs> like I said, sitting in, sitting in the shower, rocking back, back and forth with a bottle of wine in your hand going, it's not going to hurt anymore. It won't no, hurt that, that, anymore. That, that's my credit card doing. I'm just, you know, lying in a pool of my own, I know, tears <laughs> in the bathtub. I filled it with my tears. 
Uh, yeah, in the bathtub with uh, with certain documentation from Swedish Customs shoved up your ass, just going yeah, <laughs> the pain, <Exactly. laughs> the pain, <laughs> the pain, the agony. Anyway, yeah, so proudly sponsored by the uh, organization for Stockholm, uh, Strategic Spell, Scattershot Paintings, and the Varangian Heresy podcast. So, Freddie, this is your baby. This is your event. We've talked about it on every yep. episode for a damn good reason. Um, but let's let's start off by talking about the motivation behind it, and then we'll sort of go through. We're going to talk about the event itself, so we'll use the players' pack and some structure for that. And then, knowing you and me, we'll just poddle off on some sort of random tangent for an hour or so. Yeah. But let, let's start off with uh, so what? Why why put this together? What was what was the whole reason for putting Scandus together? Uh, well, after the massive success of uh, Lincoln, I, I kind of really got you know I was up I was up running already, so. I was thinking, fuck, I can't just let the year pass without another fucking amazing event. So because I already had made so many connections organizing Lincoln, I was thinking like, you know, I know while the iron is still hot, you hit it with another sledgehammer. Strike, 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 strike again, you know. Exactly. Strike again. Maybe, you know, forge that massive, Im- impressive blade that eventually is going to be the blade of, uh, you know, the blade of Scandis. Yeah. <laughs> Which is, you know. It would be hinted on later on. Uh, anyway, so I, I don't know. I just loved it. And I was thinking, uh, I want to do something different. So I was thinking about, you know, different kind of Horus Heresy events. And I had a couple of few ideas, but I wanted to do something totally left field that probably could potentially intimidate people at first glance. But I thought, oh, yeah. like, yeah, you know, once they look a little bit deeper, they, they're going to get bitten. Because I, want, I wanted an event... Because when everyone thinks the heresy, we think like hordes and hordes of marines, right? And big, big, badass, massive titans or tanks. And normally during a horse heresy event, you can't really take them because we tend to play between 2,000 and 2,500 or something and try to keep it kind of balanced. And I want to do something totally wacky. So I was thinking, okay, let's just not totally go overboard, but let's bring it up. Like, let's... I want to see some titans on board. I want to see, like, maybe night houses. I want to see some big-ass fucking falchions and, you know, kind of maybe some people rocking, you know, two Lords of War or whatnot, like something totally crazy. Yeah, take take the padding out of the gloves, but keep the gloves still there a little bit, you know? Yeah, but it, it's still, because it's a fun heresy event. So I was thinking, like, all right, let's just people bring those kind of, you know, toys that they always wanted to paint, that they probably, like, if you own a Warhound, you know, Chris owns a Warhound Titan. Yeah. But it, it's not very often you get to bring that to a Horus Heresy event, right? Oh, no, no. And, and there's heaps of cool legions that partakes in the heresy, and you really want to, you know, I, I want to get the feel of it like, uh, see, as, as I kind of, first I thought like, okay, we, we can do this in an organized way. First of all, we're, we're going to remove the kind of power gaming options, so it won't be all about one player. It will be about a team, yeah. And in that team, there will be a general, so someone can always kind of nerf the, if there's a really like OP list from the opponent's side. You can kind of nerf it, so there must be some sort of way you can select who you're playing to try, try to keep the balance. So you're not and you're also not a warlord against you know militia or something. Yeah, and then also I was thinking about the missions, and I was thinking, okay, well we can run kind of standard missions, but that could favor certain armies. So I was thinking, oh let, let's let's just put in some massive variety with the missions. So it doesn't really matter. If you bring a, a Titan, in some of the scenarios, it's going to be really hard to win. Like, uh, And then I was glancing at the 40k kind of uh, tactical objectives. Yeah. And I was thinking, it's going to be really hard for, like, uh, if you bring a 
a single titan for them to score heaps of objectives. So you could could actually potentially have a chance if you had an army that didn't, on paper, stand a chance against it. Yeah. So kind of nerf it in that way as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I still wanted everyone to be able to take whatever they wanted and not restrict their army selections. Go so that, that's when I got the idea, okay, we're going to do, you can rock up with any any force org that you wanted, and it was 3,000 points, and, you know, you can run uh, special carries, you can run Primarchs, you can run Titans, whatever, you can even do the Leviathan force, force org, but we're going to do Traitors versus Loyalists, we're going to have two teams, where in each team there will be a general, and they're the one that's conducting the pairing, kind of ETC style. Like you present one side presents a list and the other side gets to pick a list to fight that and on the table. And then used to put in an extra balance on it. I thought like, okay, let's make three of those tables out of the 15 tables, so Metallus tables, which means that there's always a way that you can kind of, if you, if you face an impossible army that you can't, like it, it's not going to be a fun game. You can always instead play a Son Metallus game. Yeah. And then it's up to the generals to like, okay, shit. There's like, so it's up to them to commit. So they they still ha- it still kind of puts in a bit of teamwork because they have to talk through the theme and they say like, oh shit, oh, we really need to present that one, but we're going to make that a Son Mortalis mission because otherwise he won't stand a chance. But that way we can get rid of, you know, the Titan Legion <laughs> list because yeah. <laughs> they're finding out in Son Mortalis we can dip them. But you can only only you can only make a player. Uh, you can't make a player play a Somatalis. Like I'm going to go through the extra details during the day. But you can't make a player play Somatalis twice. Yeah. Uh, unless he agrees on it. Okay, gotcha. And you and you can't make a player play the same person twice. Unless they agree on uh, it. Uh, 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 no, in the entire tournament. In the entire. So tournament. let's say you 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 and you and I, if we play in the first round, we can't play ever again in the okay. entire tournament. Cool. So that means you don't you don't stack up easy wins. You don't stack up um, undefeatable lists against undefeatable lists and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. Cool. And then if someone wants to play a titan, like I would love to play against titans, I would like ah pick me, pick me. You know when they, I want to play the titan list. Yeah, but you're crazy. So. Yeah. Yeah. But but it's still fun (laughs) because. You know, some people like it's not that often you get like it's not that often people bring titans and play titans, and not that often you get to play against titans. So it, it works both ways. So, so I reckon. And and besides, I've, I've been looking a bit at the list they're putting in. Okay, so, so some of them are like you look like oh my god, Jesus Christ, uh, this is like super tank fest or oh wow, this is like the coolest titan legion ever with like mechanicum or whatever. But the thing is, none of them are like super op. And they're really fun and thematic. No one has gone like, uh, like. Well, I just got back from the ETC in, <laughs> in Greece. No one has built lists like that. Let's <laughs> just say. Yeah. Make it, yeah, I've heard. Yeah. I've heard some stuff about that. So. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, so, but, so, so they're all fun, and I would love like all the lists I've seen so far. I would love to play against all of them, and they're so fucking cool. So it, it's like even if you if you get a pick, like you get paired up by your general against someone they think like ah this is not going to go well especially for the scenario yeah but i'm taking this for the team but also you still like the the list is still really fun and fluffy that you're going to meet it's going to be like super like if you let's say you face imperial fist it's going to be very thematic anyway yeah it doesn't matter if he happens to have 
the thing that kills all your Tyrant Terminators. <laughs> he, he rocks all the AP2 in the world. Yeah. That 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 doesn't matter because it's going to feel like one of those grudge matches and on on a nice piece of terrain table, you know, and the whole heresy. And you're doing it, you know that, okay, he put me against him because, okay, he probably thought that, like we talked about it in the team, I'm, I'll probably lose, but I'm doing this, you know, I'm going to lose as gracefully or I'm, I'm actually going to, if I win, it's a bonus. I'm going to go out but I'm, for as much damage. Uh, uh, and, yeah, exactly. You know, I'm going to go down. I'm going to go down screaming, you know, yeah. and kicking and fighting. Go, but go, it's going to be one. So, so you're going to go in there and you're going to feel like, okay, I'm the forlorn hope, and I'm I'm going to try and you know do the impossible here. I'm going to go for it. Go for the giant kill, basically. Yeah, but it doesn't really matter because it's it's a team event, so it means that the team wins or the team loses. So there is no one person that you know. It's going to be number one at Scanners. It's going to be the team. Yeah, and that's, yeah. that's the, that is truly one of the key things that has to be um, pointed out about the events like this, which is well, uh, and uh, I keep going over this, but 30k as well. It's it is all about the the team, and it's all about the theme and all about having fun. And don't get me wrong, the lists that I know about and are in existence, there are a couple of them I really don't want to play against because I know I'll get my ass handed to me. But at the end of the day, I'll still rock up against them. I'll still try and take them down as much as I can. At the end of the day, I'm an Iron Warrior. I'm just going to throw bodies at it until the problem goes yeah. away or, I, or I'm dead. So brilliant yeah. is all I can say at that point. But no, um, just be gr- you know, grumpy, dwarfy, dwarfish style. It'll be all good. It's like just, you actually only want to be the underdog, don't you? <laughs> Basically, Pick yeah. me for the, for the impossible missions. Like, I'm going to take down this Titan. Bring send it, my breaches. Bring it. I'm <laughs> sending the fourth. We got this shit. You know, we can, we'll work with that. But, uh, <laughs> this yeah, is so what we do. So that's a, that's a very good over, overall, <clears> the, uh, <throat> the event itself. But I've got the, uh, like I said, I've got the players pack in front of me. So let's yep. just go through the, the details. So it's a two-day event. Um, that's right. We've already mentioned many times before that it's uh, the 15th to the 16th of October. Um, it's fully booked now. All the, sl- all the seats are booked. It is super, super fully booked, and there's 10, well, as we're recording, there's 10 people on the reserve list. Wow, that went up from the last time we mentioned it from 8, so it's now up on 10. Yep. So and, uh, like, yeah, uh, like, I, I I apologize to people, well, while well, they're listening to this, is probably, <laughs> things has probably happened, but I do apologize to people if I haven't put, like, everyone on, like, all the names on Facebook, because some people don't have Facebook, and they email me, and I have, like, an Excel sheet where I keep track on who is paid and who's doing what and sent lists and shit, so. That reminds me, I need to sort that payment out. Um, anyway, I would have paid by the time no. this but this episode drops. Have no fear. <laughs> Everything's going to sort itself out, because we're talking about the future in the past. Yeah, wibbly-wobbly, timey-wimey, <laughs> that's all it is. Just, 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 just nod and say it's happened. That's how yep. I like to roll. So, um, so you technically have paid, then? That's yes. awesome. Woo-hoo. Um, Good work. Yeah, I like me. Well done, me. Um, <laughs> so let's go. So t- day one. Let's just go quickly go through timetable. Day one. Early early registration. Eight thirty in the morning. Uh, game one is. So you have got a three hour time limit for each game. So that's roughly a thousand uh, an hour for every thousand points, which I think is a pretty yep. good good aim for. Well, um, what what I notice is that uh, based on forty k and Flames of War and other war games events I've done. It's funny enough, like a uh, thousand points an hour. It's it's pretty pretty easy because it, either you finish the game, or it's going to be one of those that you know it's it's never going to it's going to come down to a dice roll. It's never going to be concluded like one of those games yeah, that's been come, sorted. It's going to come down to the wire kind of thing. Yeah, 
Yeah. And then it doesn't really matter if it's three hours or two hours or four hours. Yeah. Because if, if it's one of those grudge maths that just keeps on grinding, it's just going to happen when you play the final turn. Definitely. But not. But normally the turns tends to go quicker <laughs> as the game progresses in Horus Heresy. Oh, so yeah. the fir- fir- first, normally for the first two hours you've done like three turns, and then suddenly it goes really fast. <laughs> so then it's like <laughs> the last hour you're suddenly on turn six, going, "Oh my god, yeah. what the hell? Where did all that go?" Yeah, yeah, been there, done that. Um, so and also I tend to like uh, some people might disagree, but I've noticed that three thousand points games actually goes faster than 2,000 or 2,500 points. It's for probably some got reason. something to do with the large, large super heavies and stuff that people bring with big templates and lots of troop removal. Yeah. Just saying. Um, <laughs> as a possible thought. Um, so one game, you know, first game in the morning, then lunch for an hour, then game two. Then we're doing an army parade so everybody can see the armies. Yep. And, uh, uh, and the plan is that uh, us from the Rangiers are going to try and record that, like with video cam. Cool. Um, if not, just people are probably going to take heaps of photos, but I, I would like just to you know film around because it's hard to get what I noticed from Lincoln. It's like you take a photo and everyone's like, oh, that's fucking awesome. But if you actually, uh, some of the guys did that at Vegas, mm-hmm. they actually filmed around and filmed in a bit and they filmed like certain models and shit. And, and you got a much better feeling of the army that you actually brought there. And I thought that uh, that's, that's the cool. people that brings the like the, the standard of armies at Lincoln. Yeah. If that is anything to go by for Scan, it's going to be fucking amazing. So I think, like, for the people that's put in their blood, sweat, and tears into these models, they fucking deserve a proper army parade where we actually can take some time and have a look at them and we can do some filming and, and yeah. put it up on the interwebs. There's a whole lot of blood, sweat, and tears going into mine for sure. Um, yeah. <laughs> and then there's the last game of the night. Mine too, but that's, that's just mixing paints. That, I was going to say, that's just your standard standard third Legion <laughs> tactics, isn't it? Yeah, uh, exactly, my palette. Uh, just, yeah, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> We're slowly building a little little group between all the podcasts of people who use bodily fluids to paint with. We should just get one, you know, sort of like mm-hmm. uh, Bob Seger pa- painting video of <laughs> you guys working together. It'd be yeah. scary. Anyway, so game three rounds out the night by eight o'clock, and then on the on that night we have got a very special event. We are doing a night joust. So tell, Fuck us, about, yeah. tell us about the night joust, man. Uh, the night joust it's a, a kind of a special event. It depends on because it's not mandatory, but I've encouraged everyone to join there. I'll bring a couple of super heavies to borrow for people, and I also said that people that are on the reserves list or people that just rock up as guests, because I have no upper limits on how many people that can join in the night joust. Mm-hmm. And I just hope that now it's going to rock up being like 200 people. <laughs> but it doesn't really matter because we can use one table for it. We can use like because we have potentially up to 15 tables and we can put some of them together and just organize it. Uh, and, and people might just want to hang around, drink beer and have a look at the night jails and maybe not just play it. But it's open for everyone, including people that like uh, don't play in the event. If you rock up as a reserve and you still want to do something fun, you, you're more than welcome to, you know, rock up and play in the night joust. You're, you're more like it. There's no entrance fee or whatever to just come and have a look and obviously <laughs> come in and buy a beer and just hang around and chat and look at some of the awesome games, talk to me and, you know, because I'll be busy TOing, so I won't be playing. <laughs> so I need, right. I, I, I need some social, <laughs> social help. You need someone no. to basically talk to you and feed you beer is what you're saying. Uh, exactly. Well, well not, I can't drink not, beer because it's stupid but, bed. So yeah. I have to drink whiskey. Whiskey or wine, you know, or both. Yeah. Or both, mixed. Yeah. 
Oh, <laughs> <laughs> terrible. No, but anyway, so I'm saying it's it's it's, it's open to everyone that want to come come and have a have a look see, and you know they, I'm not going to kick people out if they want to you know loiter around. It's more invite like the, there's I'm, I'm not going to tag like oh have you paid the event you can go to the bar and buy beer. Like everyone is welcome. Everyone have everyone that's interested in the heresy and just want to rock up and happens to be in Stockholm just come there. If you're on the reserve list, fucking rock up if you're lucky. Uh, we might be able to set up some sort of table so we, you can have some sort of you know, games in between if we're even more lucky. Like the, the, the problem with the facility is that if I'm going to increase it to 40 players, I need to kind of reorganize how, how it looks in the building, yeah. which I can't really do right now. It's too late. Yeah. And But an easy fix for next year is probably I is going to increase the number of zone metallic tables because that means I can squeeze in more tables. Yeah. So if we rock up to 40 and we keep the same percentages, let's say we have 40 spots, we used to uh, maybe, you know, well, up there, 20 tables. So if we do maybe eight zone metallic tables, Ooh, yeah. that means we're still going to be able to fit everyone in. So Because yep. I, I want people to be able to move in the hall like where, where we have. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Ooh. I think it's got, it's got to be the case, yeah. really, hasn't it? And, and you need to be able to kind of, you know move between the tables and, and stuff. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be pretty tight as it is now. But with a couple of Sommatalis tables in, we could probably increase the number to 40. Yeah. So, so that's all right. Something to know for next year. Yeah. But uh, we, we can just organize planning. Or I, I have access to some you know, nice army tents. So I could probably put up uh, like an army tent outside and then we can put tables in there as well. But that's all in the future. But somehow I promised it already. I'll put my hands on that. I'm going to increase it to 40 next year because everyone yeah. has already asked about it. Where I've got emails from the UK and and they're like, oh, we really wanted to come, but you know, now it's full and it's no point putting on the reserve list if you're from the UK. No, because you have to. It's too much of a. Well, it might be too much money just yeah. to fly in. But then again, they do get yeah. to meet you and me and Chris and you know, yeah. could be worse. That's true. Yeah. But definitely, so we, we're going to sort sort that shit out for, for next year, for sure. Yeah. Uh, what were we talking about, anyway? Uh, we were talking about the Nightjust. Nightjust, that's no, right. Night so, uh, oh, yeah, Nightjust. Everyone's welcome. And what's going to be, it's uh, it's going to be like, first, first it's one round, but if that comes unconclusive, if you want to see the mission and everything, it's on Facebook. Uh, there's a, a link on the Burning of Scanners Prime uh, Facebook page, so you can have a look at the Nightjars. But basically, it's it's the theme is unless you're running something that is traitor or loyalist only, no one will know your allegiance. Mm -hmm. So before for you you bring out so you, you can't have a super heavy up to 500 points. Yep. As in one super heavy, or uh, Lord of War or whatever, because you can rock up with a Primarch if you want. I'll <laughs> be fucking ballsy <laughs> but you could do it uh, as long as there's a, the only caveat is it's like it's a, a night joust in brackets it's kind of more like a you know the battle of the gods the super heavies the lord of wars kind of thingy uh, so you bring a super heavy or a lord of war uh, yeah. can't be more expensive than 500 points mm -hmm. if you don't have uh, a traitor or loyalist only you will draw a card from a I'll hand you a deck of cards and you'll drive a card. And that will show your allegiance. It's either for the War Master or it's for the Emperor. And you keep that secret uh, until the first time you intend to fire your weapons at something. 
when once you fire your weapons, you flip that card, and everyone everyone knows your allegiance. Okay. Because then, obviously, you shot at someone. And if you happen to shoot at some someone that hasn't flipped your card, then that person has to flip his card. And if you're on the, of the same allegiance, then obviously nothing happens. You, the shot doesn't happen. Because he screams, you know, in the box, Ah, don't shoot at me! I'm on the same side! Oh, no. shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. But you lost your, your ability to shoot. You can't, like, switch targets. Oops. So it's it's a way how you reveal someone else's allegiance. Nice. So it's kind of, so it's kind of tricky. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But it's cool, though, because, because the deployment, it's, uh, if it, for the first round, the, the deployment is, is random. So you could end up, like, have been surrounded by traitors and you're the only loyalist. And you start seeing them flipping cars into trader. You might want to, you know, maybe go to a bunch of other loyalists before you open fire. <laughs> yeah, mate, uh, <laughs> so so the, card counting is important. It's like, uh, uh, oh, so like... it's going to be kind of messy, yeah. but but it's going to add to the fun. And then if it goes into round two, let's say we that it's inconclusive and we're going to round two, all the battle damage are carried over to the second round. So yeah. let's say if there's five people left, and or like uh, four people left, and there's two loyalists, two traitors. Uh, and it's kind of inconclusive. All the, that battle damage, let's say you're down to three hull points on your knight, the other dude is down to two hull points, you have Horus on one hull, like one wound, all of them gets deployed, but now you deploy on each side, so the loyalist deploys on one side and the traders on, on another side, fo- following the rules of the scenario. It, it is, you just have to read it. It's, more, more, it's much easier to read it and understand than having me, after a couple of bottles of wine, explain it here. Yep. <laughs> but it all makes sense. It'll all make sense. Uh, It'll make sense on the it night. It'll all make sense on the night. And if, it's going to be fun as fuck. If nothing else, we'll all be sleep deprived and, and hyped up on. Uh, on and, and, obviously, uh, and obviously, there'll be, there will be awards for this as well. Oh, yes. Yeah. So I have four, four prizes for this. this four is, prizes. This is my this. next one. What, for the, is this four prizes for the night joust or four prizes for the. Yep. Night? Okay. So no, it's, it's four prizes for the night joust. It's going to be best loyalist, best trader. There's going to be most spectacular death, <laughs> and and uh, then it's going to be like the best painted super heavy. Awesome, awesome. I have a feeling that I'll be rocking up with a typhoon and going, ah, fuck. It's <laughs> <laughs> like took your lance straight to the ass. <laughs> yeah, or <laughs> blitz. Let's see if I can do something. Just take somebody's knees out. No, or you're a typhoon and you happen to like, oh shit, I'm a traitor typhoon. <laughs> And I was like, oh, there's a loyalist Lancer next to me, and there's a loyalist, <laughs> loyalist Astropoth next to me. Yeah. Uh-oh. <laughs> ramming speed. Yeah. <laughs> I think that would be the only phrase I use all night. It would be, ramming speed! And <laughs> seeing what happens. Yeah, get the fuck out of here! <laughs> yeah. I'm going to tank shock you, motherfucker. Are you going to step out of the way or death and glory me? Come on, <laughs> take your pick. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, so uh, of the event itself, though, um, before we go on to day two, mm-hmm. you've got um, three three awards listed. So you, I've got yep. best team, best sport, and best painted. So That's right. let's let's sort of talk about let's talk about best sport and best painted. I mean they're kind of obvious, mm-hmm. but how are you mm-hmm. going to work them out? Uh, best sport is going to be that uh, everyone is going to write down like uh, I'm going to have similar idea to Lincoln. So you just write down your opponents that you had during the day, and then uh, of, of the five opponents you have, you pick one that you thought was the best sport. Simple as that. Simple as that. No, no sort of. 
first, second, and third point ratings or anything like that? Or? No, no, I, I had that to link on, but that's only because we we had only one day of gaming. Okay. So, so it, and not everyone's going to. There's not the same amount of people rotating through, so it means that I had to somehow uh, divide like because people could have been. He really liked him and didn't like him. It's much much easier because gave me a, a clear cut for best sport then. Gotcha. But here it's going to be enough. I'm pretty sure if there's going to be a deadlock, I'll, I'll, I will have a count back system in my head that's super secret that I know how to pick it. Okay. That I will always use. It's a problem. People probably that knows me already know this system, but okay. the best board tends to always be kind of clear cut. Cool. And what about uh, the um, the best painted? How are you going to look at that one? The best painted uh, during Army Parade. Yeah. Uh, people are going to vote on their best army. So everyone goes around with a little. I'm going to have heaps of post-it notes with me, like yeah. a massive on my desk there, so people can just grab a post-it note, walk around, and then uh, so well. First, people could take a post-it note and put next to their fucking army, so they know like my name is Freddy, this is my Empress children, you know, and I stick it next to my army on my disc, like where I put it for the army parade. Yeah. So when you walk around, it's like, oh, I love these Empress children, so I'm going to vote Freddy, and then you know. You give me that vote, and then while while you're doing all the games, I'm gonna count out like who won best painted. Cool. It was really really tight for Lincoln, and I and I hope it's gonna be the same for now because I love that shit. Yeah. Super. It's always good when there's a massive competition for best painted. Yeah, that's uh, that's it's. All, and it's and same with yeah, best sport uh, ended up like on Lincoln. There was. I think there was like four players or some shit on even scores. So I had to do comebacks. That was that was pretty good. It means that there was heaps of good players. That's right, and that's 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 just awesome to see that that happens. I mean, either it's usually very very clear cut, like you say, or it's um, or it's something that just works itself out through one way or another. But usually, you kind yeah. of see the best sport coming from a mile off because yeah. it's, yeah. it's usually pretty good like that but again it's nice to see that there are loads of people sort of showing up in that yeah. way um, so so like for and also for this there's one difference between Lincoln and Scandus and it's, this is a team event so what I've done is because it's a team event I've, I tried like what I normally put funds towards prices for like the first place is what I've done is I put that uh, those funds towards giving everyone, you know, place packs yeah. with like little gifts and stuff instead, because then everyone goes home with something, and then the prices are for like, but best sport and best painted will get prices. Yeah, and we're going to go on to the uh, the players pack in a little bit because that's that's uh, that's going to be good. Not the players pack, not the information pack, but the actual goodie bag, um, Freddy, yeah. Freddy's magic sack. As, uh, We've, we've referred to it a few times. Um, yeah. So just to go through the whole army selection, just, just to go down to bones for a second. So it's 3,000 points, all force orgs allowed, um, allies are allowed, you know, demons are allowed, as long as it's from the demon codex, is that right? Yeah, the demon codex. Uh, demons is allowed as long as, um, well, basically, the armies that are allowed to take demons are allowed to have demons. Basically. So there's yeah. no... No, so it's hold back on the, demons. Following the rules, basically there, and then we've yeah. got a thousand, <laughs> thousand points. It's very rule. Very rule. Very rule. Very simple. Um, then we've got a thousand mm. points on Metalis Force, and then the one up to five hundred point Lord of War Super Heavy for the Joust. Done. That's right. Done and done. And uh, one thousand points on Metalis is from the Combatant uh, 
uh, for Sorg. Yeah. So it's, just to make it simple a, and easy for everyone. Yeah, so it's not here or there. You can work both. You can play both ways. Um, yeah. So one thing uh, we I wanted to mention at this point, but again before we move on to day two, because it's kind of a nice easy roundup. Um, we've got the arm, uh, army registrations for the campaign part because this is going to be all important on um, Oz 30k as well. So, That's right. Uh, do you want to talk about that and give us a bit of a heads up on what what that whole Oz 30k package is coming in at? Yep, uh, Oz 30k is. Uh... Basically, if everyone remembers Lincoln that I hopped about, is that we ran uh, the entire, you know, the entire event through OS 30K. So you kind of registered your battles at OS 30K, so you could play games before even the event started and try to influence the outcome of, of certain battles. It, at Scandas, it won't be really the same thing, but you can still, like, if you're not participating at Scandas, all the Scandas battle points are going to be registered at OS 30K to see who controls the planet at the end of the, the two days. But if you're not playing, you can still register battles and partake in the Scandis campaign and try to influence one side or another. So let's say you want to try and help bolster the loyalists. Ah, oh, fuck, I want to play some games and try to, you know, win certain planets to the loyalist, loyalist cause and ha- help swaying the campaign, even though you're not in Stockholm playing. Yeah. And, and obviously, just like Scandis, I'll write up some massive fluff about it and I mean like Lincoln Jesus Christ (laughs) like Lincoln I'll write up some fluff about the planet and like Lincoln was really super down the the wire so exactly the last game that kind of timed up I will let them finish because whoever won that game won the campaign (laughs) so it was like for for the lot yeah it was that tense so everyone was kind of just waiting for the for this mega game to finish and in the end, Horace died at that table. So you know, I kind of, kind of was the four, four quote conclusion for the for the traitors there. And the loyalists ended up winning with like two points or some shit, like in wow. the entire campaign. That's that's close, man. Which which I mean... it's which has given me heaps of fluff ideas for next year when we do Lincoln again. But you know, so all of that just helps me feed into new ideas for new tournaments and also help helps feel like you actually did something for the campaign. So like something happened in the universe. Like in the fluff universe, yeah. partaking at Scandis, yeah. and it, it, I know it's not for everyone. Like you, you can register, but it's all up to you. It's all voluntarily. Yeah. But if you, if you like me, a big fluff bunny, and love writing, you know, heaps of, you know, bolted porn, then definitely log in there, get your army going, start, you know, creating your narrative for your own army, and because it's a three thousand points event, you, you, you're able to bring stuff that normally wouldn't be part of your army. So like suddenly that falchion. You know the you know laser sapper of doom or whatever you call it. Like if you, if you give him a name, and yeah. then suddenly he starts to have a story. Like suddenly he killed three titans. Who knows? Yeah. And, and it's perfect to you know write in a little little story there. Yeah, and it's stuff like that is always fun. And there's there's some nice little touches which um, we'll go on to in a second. So I'm, I'm just going to round out. Um, I'm going to round out the timetable. So day two, first games in at nine o'clock for three hours, then lunch. Then we got the second game in the afternoon, and then we got the results, and then obviously we're we're clearing up and getting out of there. But um, there's oh, something um, pretty big happening. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. So well, there's two things that are happening. One big, one not so big, and that 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 has to be the honest answer. But definitely something very big happening on the Sunday. So um, yeah, want to tell us about that before we go any further? Well, uh, after we've done the awards, it's time for the Warlord Raffle. 
So uh, the last thing we do before I thank everyone for their participation is that I will draw whoever won the Warlord Titan for the Warlord Titan raffle. And I'll also draw whoever won the limited edition Legion's book, obviously. So it'll be two draws, but uh, the first one is probably a bit bigger than the second one. Yep. But the second one, you, you, you can't complain about, like, no. Fuck, that lim- limited edition is really nice. I've been reading through it today, and it's... Through your, uh, your copy, you mean? Through your copy. My, my, my copy. The the one that's been uh, raffled off, obviously, is still in its uh, wrapping and everything. Nicely packed away, waiting for its new owner. So, yeah, that's, that's going to be awesome. And uh, let's not forget the little, little mini thing, and that's going to be the box thread challenge exactly and that was going to be the the thing to mention is the box thread challenge that we've got coming up which um you'll have heard a lot about between when this uh, this bit was recorded and when it's gone live and continued but basically we're trying to show that box threads deserve some love too so it's a box thread conversion challenge and there are prizes being put forward by the three of us from the varangian heresy and it's for two groups so you've got the all the guys attending scandus You've got a chance to put together a box dread, convert it up, make it look awesome is the, is the key rule. Make it look awesome. And then yeah. you're in a chance of winning some prizes. And then we've got the International Stroke Open Competition for those who are not attending but still want to have a crack at it. And it's got to be heresy-related. That's the important thing. It has to be heresy-related. Um, so no beyond the fell-handed um, sort of thing. But um, you can go out there and have yeah. a lot of fun with it. Because I know we've got a couple of guys like from uh, Michael and Ryan from the Forgotten Legion are getting involved. And you know, I'm going to poke the guys at the Eye of Horus and uh, Age of Darkness to get involved and stuff like that. So that's, that's a minor. The, the, the big showstopper yep. is most definitely, most definitely the um, fantastic uh, Warlord Titan, which you will hear many, many times over um, about Back that. Here. And the reasons for doing it as well. Yep. Uh, so... Besides that, uh, so did you mention? Fuck, I didn't, didn't know. But did you mentioned that the ones that attend scanners, like the the box doesn't have to be part of the army. They no, can still rock up and then have it that. in the army. No, you're right. I okay, didn't mention we... that. Thanks for catching that one, buddy. Uh, yeah. No, you don't have to. It doesn't have to be part of your force. Either, any force that you play, it is literally there to be part of a separate challenge. I mean, it, maybe it makes sense to have it as part of your Zomotalis force, maybe, or part of your main force like, as well. Like, like I've done? Like you've done? Like I'm Mis- considering... Mr. Bernie? <laughs> Mr. Bernie Hellstorm, you mean? Bernie Bernie Hellstorm? Yeah, um, yeah he's fucking awesome. Yeah, they are very cool. Um, so I, I'm looking at doing something along those lines as well, maybe, but we'll see. Um, but, uh, yeah, so we've got... <clears throat> excuse me. So it doesn't have to be part of that, but what's really important is that it's just another modeling challenge it's a bit of fun get involved let's have a laugh with it and then you guys get to get some fun stuff out of it yeah exactly and uh, and all us from the rangi heresy are, are rumbling through our bits box and we're gonna i think we already said we were gonna offer away but i can't even remember what the fuck yeah, i was still, gonna well we're to. still waiting for chris <laughs> to pull his finger out and get a prize sorted which i'm hoping by the time this is dropped he's actually done but um yeah. otherwise for me it's a limited edition print of the pathway to the Edinburgh's palace on terror uh for yeah. you it's the mark IV tech marine kit and then, oh, yeah. and then something we're waiting from chris if nothing else it's going to be a very lovely warm hug and having met him met chris in person finally i can say the guy's a good hugger so um you know it's not a it's not a prize to sniff at it's actually a really nice prize and then See? those on the international scene they'll be picking up ah. a set of uh full green pillows full green pillows uh, and by that we mean third legion pillows with emblems and stuff not 
not something that's been plucked from the Phoenicians' bedchamber because <laughs> that, that would require so many different types of biohazard dealings with, I, I wouldn't even want to think. And time travel. And, and, and time travel and reality shifts and parallel <laughs> dimensions. But look, we're doing a wibbly-wobbly, timey-wimey episode. Anything is possible. Yeah. Anything is possible. Um, either that or we'll just get uh, hard for heresy and talk for treachery all over them ourselves. Make it a bit more realistic. Yeah, that's true. Anyway. That's, uh, there'll be full, full grim pillows and a real doll of me. Exactly. Um, the life, the life-size Freddy love doll, um, which is what, what else can you ask for at the end of the day? Um, exactly. Well, apparently people want them, so I have no idea what's going on. It's going to cost us a lot to get them in production, but we'll sell them. They'll, they'll probably still be cheaper than a warlord, so, you know, that's not yeah, that's true. Um, anyway, so let's let's talk about the thing that which, which uh, does get a lot of people excited, and I can't, can't blame them for that. And that has to be the um, the you're, you're basically getting a really good reputation for doing fantastic gift bags and you know um, goodie bags when people show up. So do you want to give everybody a bit of a maybe a preview of what's in there, or do you want to keep it quiet? What do you want to do? No, no, I think I've already told people what they're going to get in the gift bag, and I, I, and whoever follows Facebook see when bits and pieces rock up but basically uh, uh, well eventually we're going to go through some of the missions obviously for Scandus but everyone will get a tactical objective Horus Heresy tactical objective deck of cards for their you know important tactical objectives because some uh, some of the missions actually involve tactical objectives believe it or not in 30k but but they're dangerous dangerous. they they have been play tested like up and down and the deck of cards looks really nice and you know i have to say it, it it's it's really good and it's really nice and also i have kind of um, looked at other other events that's used tactical objectives and especially at the one like the throne of skulls and so on and see how we kind of make them more heresy heresy-esque so also in the players back you will see that everyone all the factions in 30k Scandas has their own little uh, perks or all little speciality when it comes to tactical objectives like yeah. you know we'll go through I think like, we can go through all them all later but yeah yeah we'll um, go through it later no. I mean, but the, obviously so in the gift bag you'll get a deck of tactical objectives you will have your dog tags for the event and remember you can still use your link on dog tags yeah that's perfectly so if you have a link on dog tag bring it with you because who knows uh, when you need to re-roll that reserve roll and you want to use that dog tag. Yep. Uh, just, just remember, though, as per the 30K, uh, 30K normal dog tag uh, standard rules, is you can only play one dog tag per game. So if you... Well, now you... Um, so maximum, you would have two dog tags now if you're attending Lincoln and Scanders. But yep. you can only ever play one of them per game. Yep. So if you play the dog tag, you can't play a second one during that game. Uh and besides that, you'll also get a nice little uh, dice box. Oh, yes. Courtesy from Joss in Texas, USA. Yeah, from the Forgotten which looks re- Yeah, looks really nice. And <laughs> I know people like, oh, I want one of each. Oh, give me one of each. Guys, there's for the Emperor on one side, for the Warmaster on the other side. So they all look the same. <laughs> so it's all good. But don't worry about it. You'll have the... It's, it's dual fucking... Um, engraved it's engraved on both sides so it's all good yeah and they're very very pretty uh, i have looking yeah. forward to getting my hands on yeah. and besides that i am in the process of if everyone that remembered lincoln there was some uh, bear mugs 
yeah. which uh, either die or or uh, the eagle. I'm trying to source. Uh, I'm in the works of sourcing is just because of work. I haven't really had time, which uh, makes me feel bad. But I am like 90% done to have them ready by Scandis, and it's going to be uh, with the, the Scandis logo on them. Awesome. But the same time, same time of mugs, but scan as long as because, and that will be useful because we'll have a bar there. So when you go and buy your cold beer, you'll have a mug to put it in, which is going to be Small. awesome. Or, or, or in my case, it will be, um, it's, uh, it's going to be a case of it's, a, it's only going to have the, um, the soda in it. But you know, yeah. What can I say? Oh, some, some of us have to be the designated adults and drivers in these events. So, which remind me, you being like. Only the only one drinking soda. You'll have to give me a wish list of what I'm gonna put in the, stock, stock the fridge with. <laughs> oh yes, we'll there'll be, be a wish that. list. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to sort that later. Yeah, we'll work uh, that after the show. <laughs> yep. So that that is it. Besides, I'm also printing up event shirts, for those and I've already got them. a yeah. Who, who, for those who wants it, it's voluntarily. It's just that, uh, firstly, I was looking at maybe increasing the event price and organizing t- shirts for everyone because I have to buy them in, in bulk and fuck around and shit and then fuck around with everyone's sizes. I decided, okay, no, let's just make sure it's, you know, I'm, I'm not going to increase the cost. Uh, let's just, people that want them, get their own black T-shirt and send it to me and I'll print it for free. Awesome. In, in that way, like, it's up to them if they want to, chuck in 50 kroners to buy a shirt at H&M or, and send it to me and I'll print it for them. It's going to take me a whole fucking day printing them all but because I have to do it myself. <laughs> but, but you make but, them look you know, pretty. But I make them look pretty because most people have probably seen like a link on the at the T-O shirt I was wearing. That's the one like I printed that so it's going to be the same thing. I'll put some stuff on, on the internet so, so obviously once I get your T-shirt I'll make sure I'll note down who you are with your size, and I'll put like a little, I'll try and get, keep them all separately. I'll put like some notes on different shirts I've got now. And if you're a traitor, I'll stick, you know, on one side, you'll have the Scandus logo on your one arm. On the second arm, you'll have, you know, either if for the Warmaster or for the Emperor, depending on which team you're playing for. for and then the on Master. your, exactly. And, for then, the the <laughs> and then on your heart, you either had, have the Imperial Eagle or the Eye of Horus. Uh, for the Warmaster all the way, baby. Exactly. So, for example, your shirt, your T-shirt, which uh, Chris actually gave to me today, cool. will have, you know, on your left sleeve, we'll have Scandis. Yep. On your right sleeve, we'll have for the Warmaster. And on your heart, we'll have an Eye of Horrors. Perfect. Perfect. So, so there you go. Be. Just and obviously, for the Loyalists, it will be the for the Emperor and then the Eagle. Yeah. Awesome source. Awesome. Mm. So that is a very nice little uh, setup there that everybody's going to be walking away with some fantastic swag. It's, I mean, it's going to be an awesome, awesome event, followed, backed up by awesome swag, and you know, it sounds like a whole lot of fun. But the one thing I do before we actually go into a bit more detail in the actual players pack itself, because a lot of the stuff we've already talked about is like the first couple of pages. Um, yep. Is the prize for the overall best team? Because this thing is yep. uh, it's mind-blowing <laughs> i love it I, I thought you were joking when you said you're gonna do it then you did it and i'm like i'm never gonna you, i'm never gonna believe you're joking again <laughs> <laughs> that's right well for for uh the best team that wins we're gonna have um it, it, because i'm planning to run scandis uh, as a yearly event 
what I'm doing is uh, I have forged a sword, which is the Blade of Scandus. And uh, the team that wins gets the, you know, is allowed to wield the Blade of Scandus. So, and, and in it actually comes in kind of like a wooden box. And on top of that wooden box, it's like a, a metal plate. And on that metal plate, each year, as we play Scandus, I will engrave the names of people on that team. So I'll do like, you know, traitors. If so, let's say, tra- you know, I'm biased, obviously. <laughs> traitors two- th- 2016, like traitors 2016. And then I'll list all the names. So it would be like Jody Chapman, you know, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. List all the names for that team. And that would be engraved on, on the box for the actual sword. And then... Obviously, that team for for when we do like the winning posing photo gets to you know run around with that sword, wield it, pose, pose, and go crazy. Then I'll lock it away for next year. So and whoever be... wins next year, I'll engrave whoever won that sword that year. So there's going to be at least fifteen Sigismund poses done this year, yeah. if nothing else. Yeah. So it's, it'll be kind of like the ashes. Awesome. So. Except from being a very small cup to being a lethal edged blade. Um, yeah, and actually, I cut myself with it. It's like fucking shot. <laughs> <laughs> you you, you kind of need to have a license for this, and luckily I have, so you can't really run around with the city for it with it. Yeah, so no you, running running out of the location, going. <laughs> we want a sword, and then sort of run yeah. around town because you like seriously, you you can fucking chop down a tree with this. So. You, you will get put down like a rabid dog by the police. Yeah. Yeah, and besides that, the winning team all will get little uh, medals, like awesome. um, so, like you get in uh, every little sport. So you get like a hang it around your neck. It will be like you know Ooh. number one. It will say Scandis 2016 number one team. Awesome, and um, we're also looking at uh, and, oh, and also the general general oh, yeah. will be allowed during the award ceremony to wear the laurels of victory Lowers that I've sourced. Ooh. Yeah, exactly. Lowers so you can walk walk around and sport that. Very I sported that at, at the ETC, so I thought that someone else <laughs> thought that was a cool idea. So I grabbed one, and uh, we're gonna have that. Nice. And um, yeah, as I, I, I just sort of mentioned there, and I completely forgot the point I just mentioned. So I will come back to it in a moment when I actually remember it, because that's how mm-hmm. special I can be. Um, yeah. So that is a rather awesome setup we got going on there. It's going to be a whole lot of fun. That's it. Thank you very much, Jody. Your brain finally kicks in. Dog tags. Yeah, dog tags. Not we're gonna looking at sourcing some dog tags for Scandus, aren't we? Yeah. Didn't I you say that it was in the players pack? Did you say it was you in get... the players pack? There was a lot. There's <laughs> you, so much in yeah. the players pack, man. I, I got lost. <laughs> yeah. No, you, you get the tactical objective cards. You get dog tags. Uh, you get the dice box. Yep. You get the bear mug. Yep. And that's it. Cool. And oh, and the t-shirt, and the t-shirt if you want it. Yeah. So uh, when it comes down to gameplay, I mean, all the usual sort of tournament rules apply. Rule seven: don't be a dick is always a good start. Um, always bring your unless, uh, unless you want to play with my dick. Uh, well, yeah, but that's the difference between playing and being. You know, I don't want to be the dick. You play with it, that's fine. Um, right. But uh, you've got always bring your models, all the rules you need to play, and the relevant FAQs. You need to bring six objective markers. Uh, that's right always worth very theming, important always worth theming those to your army as well if you can because that makes them very very cool um, dice tape measure templates all that jazz uh, I'll, I'll bring I'll bring some spare objective markers just like I did for Lincoln because there were some people that you know forgot to organize them it happens. So, uh, 
that I, I understand. Like, fuck, I've, I've got heaps of shit when I go on tournaments. So. Yep. And then there's yep. the uh, copies of your army list, one to hand over the TO and others to show your opponents. So that will be very cool as well to have that all sorted. So that's pretty yep. much the sort of preamble. Yeah, so uh, no, a normal good sport is you hand over your army list to your opponent and then while he flickers through it, you just go through your army. Yeah. And point like, these are my Caesareans. Yeah. Like they are, okay. Uh, these are my, you know, this is my, these are my five Spartans. Like okay, okay, <laughs> good, game. good game. Shake hands. Thanks very much. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> Which is always nice. Now, with the with the players pack, um, you've got the set of missions for the event. Um, so yep. you've got. Um, I mean, we can go through each of the missions individually if you want, or we can just sort of touch on each one. Um, my first. Well, we, we... We can just touch on each one, I think, because people can read through the missions, but uh, I think well, it's better they, we... They can, the... they don't always read through the missions. No, no. But here, here you actually have the unique opportunity to actually know the missions you're playing before you build your armies. <laughs> and in which order they are, which doesn't really mean because you're not in control of who you're playing, so that doesn't really matter, but you, you, you can still sort of get the theme of the different missions. That was going to be my question, actually, so the order so game one will be mission one game two will be mission two and, and working in that direction is that right yeah that's right awesome so uh okay let's go mission one then nice and simple brother versus brother and it's going to be uh, the other thing to say is um for those of you attending and looking to attend or looking to just rock up and say hello and uh, just watch some heresy first mission uh one one great game that is already set um is going to be Myself and Christopher, representing the Varangian Heresy, going off against uh, Jens and Linus from the Northern Heresy, and we will be playing the Brother versus Brother mission. Uh, so yep. Dawn of War deployment, we will be playing on the 8x4 Forge World uh, or GW uh, table, which should be a whole yep. lot of fun. Um, so it's going to be a very interesting, um, interesting game. To yep. start the and we're gonna for us. we're gonna try and fucking lean, live stream that table. Yeah. Uh, during a... the entire event, if you're lucky. If but you're at lucky. least try and live stream it for uh, for the podcast off. Yeah, and then uh, we're gonna try and get some uh, turn reports and you know an after action and stuff together. But uh, <clears> they're still moving between tables and moving on to our next game and stuff that has to be arranged. So, you know, whole lot of stuff. But we'll do our best to get that up and running. But yeah, so um, like I said, mission one, brother versus brother. Dawn of War deployment, um, 12 inch opposite sides of the table, easy and easy enough. Um, standard rules of gameplay, uh, special rules. So you've got reserves, night fighting, and fog of war. So uh, basically, uh, fog of war is there's massive ash storm engulfing the city, difficulty of engaging targets, that sort of thing. Um, and if you wish to shoot, shoot at an enemy that is not the closest target, it, the unit must first pass a leadership test. Um, so vehicles and models without a leadership te uh, value on the t must test on the warlord value, uh, warlord's leadership, which could actually be beneficial in some points. Um, and then they can fire of normal, but if not, they must fire at the closest um, target, even if they can't actually hurt it. So it's quite a nice, uh, interesting rule there, which should come into play. And this yep. is, uh, so we've got primary objectives in there, and we've got um, objectives. So there's going to be uh, four quarter table objectives so um it's going to be interesting to see and they're going to be worth two points with the center objective worth three victory points uh, yep and again they can only be controlled by scoring units so 
this is this is where things like army selection do really come into play so it's uh, something to think of secondary objectives slay the warlord first blood last man standing and the price of failure which um should be a whole lot of fun in that game i can tell you that much um yeah mission two be... sorry man go on you gonna say no, it's going to be very. It's kind of a very stock standard uh, Age of Darkness mission, with some extra flavored add-on onto it just to get it, give give it a bit more, you know, interesting. And also, the I thought like especially, you know, considering it's going to be the podcast of it's the brother versus brother is kind of very suiting. It's a nice, nice little thematic piece that will make it a lot of yeah. fun. Oh, for sure, no, no arguments here at all. Um, and then we've got the second round, which is going to be mission two, which is going to be betrayal. And this is going to be a vanguard uh, vanguard strike deployment and special rules. So we've got uh, reserves, night fighting, and tactical objectives. Um, so tactical objectives are going to be done as per standard tactical objectives. So three active tactical objectives per turn, and otherwise you've got to generate a new number until you get up to three. Uh, secondary objectives: yep. slay the wall of first blood, line breaker, and price of failure in there again. Um, I mean, just that just emphasises the the importance of all of these battles. I'm guessing with the adding the price yep. of failure in there. Um, well, it's kind of stock standard in 30k. <laughs> well, yeah, but it's it's always nice to adds that flavour. It just shows the the necessity when you when you've got it running throughout. You don't take it away for any reason, is what I'm thinking. Um, yeah. So then you've got mission three, which is going to be massacre, and this is the search and destroy, search and destroy deployment. So this is the nasty one where there's the 18-inch bubble, and you take opposing table quarters. Please tell me you're pouring a drink and not taking a piss, Freddy. Pouring wine. Okay, fair enough. It's not hobbying noise. So anybody who complains about that, tough. This is hobbying fuel. Uh, it's me you're talking about. Like, would it be anything else except pouring a drink? Well, you know, you like to ask. I was more worried you'd just gone for a piss during a live record, but, you know. No, I'm so dehydrated. So you're drinking... I, 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 I probably won't, won't have to piss for, like, hours. <laughs> so with this one, the special... So you've got night, night fighting reserves and tactical objectives. Now, this one is um, six tactical objectives. Um, he must could generate one for each tactical objective for each objective marker he currently controls, up to a maximum of six. They don't call any of the objective markers at the start of the turn. He cannot generate new tactical objectives. So it's all about table control to get the objectives to then go out and score points, which again yep. is very important because you only control them with scoring units. Uh, well, exactly. Yeah. Um, so you've got secondary objectives: slay the warlord, first blood, line breaker, and again price of failure. So it's all all sort of standard mission stuff, but all of this is going to play into uh, being interesting for some of the the uh, big big lists who may or may not have uh, have enough of these things in and about. But we'll see. <sighs> mission four, so the start of day two. It's going to be another brother versus brother uh, fight, but this but time after the night jazz, everyone has been drinking, hangover. They rock up for mission four. <laughs> yeah, they rock up for mission four, blearily looking at the table, going. Uh, I, don't um, I, I don't know which one I'm on. Um, well, you know, they had, they had that pre-win party, Empress Children style. <laughs> yeah, they celebrated before they won. <laughs> exactly. Oh, man, yep. awesome. Um, so we've got, uh, in this one, special rules, reserves, night fighting, and rad poisoning. Well, this one's going to be fun. Um, so the start of each game player's game turn, so each player's game turn, not the game turn itself, but each player's. You roll D6 for each unit not equipped with hardened armor or void armor. On a roll of a 1, all the models in that unit must make a toughness test or suffer a wound. With normal saving throws, thankfully. 
Um, but still, that, that can that can have a few nasty surprises here and there, um, which would be yep. a whole lot of fun. Uh, again, we're running tactical objectives in this one, and the so that's the maximum of or three active tactical objectives per turn, and then uh, slay the warlord, revenge. Um, so that's the player who destroys the most units in close combat at the end, gains an extra victory point, line breaker, and of course our favourite price of failure. Yep. <laughs> Price of Petrobo. Price. Oi! Watch it, you. <laughs> Price. Freaking for some rats and shut up. And then the Hang last, on, cares not. Yeah. And then the last one is Annihilation, Dawn of War deployment. And again, this one comes back in with the Fog of War. So reserves and night fighting. And the primary objective. And this is uh, effectively following the Blood Feud um, uh, style of victory points. Um, and they, you know, so basically you choose the type of uh, or the troop type that you're going to uh, score, score bonus points from, and then off you go, and then you count it all up at the end of the day. So that is the sort of very brief oversight of the missions, and um, a whole lot of fun coming in. That's running Slay the Wall of First Blood, Attrition, and Price of Failure. So I'm pretty sure, if I'm right, we're very close to the end of the players' pack there.
and I'm back. So, yeah, like I said, that was the missions. Bit of an abrupt end there, um, but, you know, had to cut it off where we actually had the quality audio and all the information. So what we're going to do now is going to finish editing up the next episode and have that out. So what you just listened to will make sense and will be quite inf- uh, quite useful, informative when it comes down to our review. Uh, just to give you guys a heads up, we've got lots coming up on our schedule over the next couple of months. Lots of fun stuff, getting back to our army episodes, getting back to talking general crap, about, uh, crap and stuff about the hobby, and talking about the fun that is going to be 2017 and what's coming. Also, obviously, we've got the big new releases like Russ, like prospero like all the other things but we're going to do a special episode on those and we'll talk about that a bit more when it comes to episode 20 so it's a good night for me and i guess just a good night for me so uh remember guys treat life like 30k be angry in the streets be fulgrim in the sheets and try not to lose your head this is jody from the ranging heresy podcast signing out Let the bodies hit the floor. Let the bodies hit the floor.